All right. At this point in the program, I think we need to go uh, to uh, our sister station, KDIRT, here in Davis, uh, where we actually are rebroadcast. I'm not sure where Jeff has us on the schedule at this moment in time, but I, I do know that we're over there. And you, in fact, may be listening to a rebroadcast on KDIRT right now, in which case our next uh, guest should be familiar to you. I know that when we get done uh, with the, the show uh, every week and get in the car to drive home, I usually turn on to KDIRT. Because over on 105 FM, there's a show that we find is very reminiscent of what we do here. And in fact, I'd like to bring you the host of that program now, Carl Mogul, who does a fine job every Thursday. Welcome to a Radio Parallax, Carl. Thanks. It's really great to be here. Can you tell us, uh, to tell us a little bit about how long you've been there, what you've been doing, and what, uh, what your goals are for the show each week? I've been on KDIRT ever since it uh, went on the air about two and a half years ago. And I was actually never trained to use the equipment, but I got grandfathered in because I just learned how, and it's been really fun. I've been, I wanted to do a show talking about science news. I've got this addiction to research that comes out. I just have to get my fix every week, and I found an outlet for it, and that is to talk about it uh, to whoever would like to listen. And I thought I would play science fiction film music, rotating it from week to week, as the theme music to make it a little interesting. And over the years, I've accumulated about 50 soundtracks to be able to keep it uh, uh, mixed up. And uh, it's, been, it's been really fun. I've had a bunch of scientists on my show, a lot from UC Davis because they're nearby and convenient, and then a few people from around the country. And uh, I've had one international guest from, uh, uh, on the phone from Australia. Not bad. And, of course, the show's name is... The Inoculated Mind. And you've got a website, I know. I'm looking at your website right now. Inoculatedmind.com. There's one N in inoculated. It's one of the hardest words to spell, and so I've made it hard on myself by choosing it. But when sometimes when people hear the name, they, uh, they're just like, ooh, that sounds like a really cool name. And actually, when I heard the name of your show some, some years ago, Radio Parallax, I thought, now that's another really cool name. I can already <laughs> tell what that's about right there. Parallax, a change in uh, uh, apparent position of an object when the uh, observer's position changes. A great uh, metaphor with that one. You know, Carl, you're the second person after, uh, after uh, Molly Ivins to say that she liked, uh, she said she liked the metaphor as well. So uh, yeah. we, we like it, so I'm glad, I'm glad at least uh, uh, you know, some folks get it. That's good. Yeah, well, with, uh, with mine, there's a metaphor in it as well. Because just like you could uh, inoculate uh, or infect something with, like, let's say, uh, like say you have a petri dish and you put a bacterium in it, you've inoculated that sterile dish and the bacterium will grow. Uh, at the same time, you can inoculate it against something like a vaccine. And the way I use the word is to be a metaphor for information, for ideas. That you can have, say, something that would be like a pathogenic thought, something like an ear candle sort of thing. How about creationism? Yeah, there we go, creationism. That's a really big one, pretty pathogenic. It's a science stopper. And then, and on the other hand, you can have, say, an argument against it. And so just like a vaccine, you could vaccinate against a disease. You could sort of mentally vaccinate against a, a, a pseudoscientific topic. Basically, what I mean is to give people uh, an answer to some of the questions that they, that they try to raise. What have you been talking about in the show lately? Well, there's been all sorts of news about global warming, uh, particularly hearings that have been conducted uh, in, uh, in Congress uh, by a number of uh, senators ever since there was the uh, switch of power from Republicans to Democrats 
in Congress, they've been uh, trying to, to investigate some of the science abuses going on. And so there have been some global warming hearings. Very funny um, shutdown of uh, Senator Inhofe, uh, who's a global warming uh, denier, by uh, Barbara Boxer, who was chairing the committee he used to chair. Talk to, I talk about things like that, stuff that's sort of in the public controversy area. And then also really interesting little bits of news I come across. And I understand you've come across some news about uh, pigments of the photosynthetic organisms. Interesting stuff's been out lately, yeah. Hey, why don't you invite me on your show? I'll come on when I'm done here. I'll go over there. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we, we did mention that little incident of, of um, Barbara Boxer shutting down uh, Imhoff as well. So obviously great minds do think alike here. But um, you, you have a little thing about... Bees. You were part of a bee swarm that was uh, fell out of a tree. Are you sort of a part-time uh, beekeeper? Yeah, I'm a hobbyist beekeeper. I once, while I was under, an undergrad here at, uh, at Davis studying genetics, I thought I could be an entomologist, but then I realized that uh, staring down microscopes at uh, insects to key them out was not my cup of tea. Um, and by the way, what has been your cup of tea here at UCD? Plant genetics, and uh, actually... On the, at the beginning of June, I start graduate school at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And so I'm in a mad dash to get there. And uh, it's too bad that I'll be uh, outside of the, the range of K-Dirt, but um, you can still pick up KDVS on the net. Carl, I got, I got to ask you this one. What's the deal? You know a little bit about bees. Do you put any credence to this theory that the bees that are turning up missing in hives all across America are being messed up by cell phone transmissions? Oh, you know, I just came across that one, and it doesn't seem to fit the pattern. Uh, it seems like we have a genuine mystery, and in science we always have these mysteries where we don't know what's going on, and while we're investigating it, people come up with all sorts of hypotheses. Some people suggested that genetically engineered crops must be killing them, or that some of the more plausible stuff would be what is being fed to the bees during the winter is, uh, might be making them malnourished. Or bees have been hit with a lot of diseases. There's everything from mites to small hive beetle and a bunch of viruses. And those all together could be killing them. But the cell phone one is one that's just, I think that's the, the most outlandish one. Um, I, looked, I took a look at it. It was kind of hard because the paper that uh, they were citing was um, in German. And I don't speak German. That does make it tough. Yeah, so, but I managed to use an online translator, and uh, my, uh, my partner, Ariella, she's learning German, she helped a little bit, managed to figure out that not only was the paper they're talking about not a peer-reviewed paper, they couldn't find a, a dosage effect. They're trying, to, they're trying to see if turning on a cell phone next to bee call, uh, some bees would make it so that they couldn't find their way back to their, their nest. And supposedly they found that it would interfere with the bees' navigation systems. But if they gave more and more and more cell phone signals, it didn't have any additional effect. So it's like, it seems like, just like if you give somebody more and more poison, it would kill them faster, you'd think that if cell phones were uh, messing up their navigation systems, that if you gave them more cell phone, it would mess it up more, but it's not. So it, it doesn't sound like, because this wasn't, uh, published in a peer-reviewed journal or anything. It doesn't sound like this is uh, uh, really much of a, of a contributing factor. Well, I do find it curious that these, these hives are turning up empty and they're speculating that, that the bees aren't somehow making their way back. But I've heard also that uh, people have said they're skeptical because parasites and things that would normally prey on the beehives seem to be leaving them alone. Hmm. 
I, I, I've heard that um, the the colonies seem to be infected by a whole lot of stuff, um, but they're not sure if that sort of stuff that took over after the bees were weakened or if that caused it. And it's it's really genuine mystery. And people are going to come up with a lot of ideas. And usually you have to check like who's who's trying to promote a particular idea. Like I see if there are a lot of there there are some people who generally believe that cell phones are you know the cause of everything. And so we're kind of we're kind of waiting. Everybody's wondering about it. It's it's gotten a lot of people interested in bees. When I go to pick up a few bee swarms, the the people that uh, uh, that called me out there, they they know about the the bee problem. Nobody's been able to get anybody to pay attention to the plight of the bees until now. So that's at least a positive thing. Well, Carl, uh, before you go up to Madison, we'll have to bring you back on the show again. But I will try and run over and join you over for your show. How's that sound? All right. Well, you better get your jogging shoes on. <laughs> All right. Carl Mogul, the host of The Inoculated Mind on K-Dirt. Uh, this hopefully will not be his last appearance, and uh, hopefully will reciprocate before this day is out. Thanks for having me on. See you in a bit, Carl. Bye.